Hey everybody, thank you for tuning in this week. So I'm going to be pretty transparent with you up front. Uh, We've got Bobo back this week. We've got a really good outline in the works, but I'm not going to lie, it's been a hell of a week for all of us. So we decided to just kind of fly by the seat of our pants and just kind of talk live on the air. Uh, Be honest with you, first half of it, lots of good parenting stuff in there. Second half of it, you're going to notice how... uh, where our minds can go when left to their own devices. Uh, Some of the things that we talk about include some of the things that we don't miss during this pandemic. Um, We spend a lot of time, a lot of time, debating the merits of uh, Mulan versus Hercules as Disney classics, and the conversation just kind of goes from there. Uh, It's very nice to have Bobo back. Good to have all four of us. Uh, We enjoyed ourselves, and we hope that you enjoy watching, I'm sorry, listening just as much. Let's hit that music. Oh, you're coming back with it too. That's what they call me. Because I'm back. <laughs> so yes, let, let's not let's not bury the lead. Papa's back. Bobo, how you doing, Woo! big man? It's good, it's good to have you back this week. Slap happy and tired. What up? So aside from how great last week's episode was when you were able to listen to it, how disappointed were you in the lack of a good intro, or did you take it as the sign of respect it was meant to be? I, I was surprised that you guys didn't attempt something above and beyond that uh, you know failed miserably. But uh, you know, I, I respect it. I, I I accept what you guys put out there. What's funny is, is that I think we were going to, and then we all just kind of sheepishly looked at each other <laughs> on the Google Hangouts thing, and it just, are you going to say it? Am I going to say it? So we're just not going to say it, right? Okay, cool. Um, no, but it's, it's good to have you back. We know that it's been uh, difficult to find some, you know, carve away some time and stuff like that with the new baby around. Um, before we jump into this week, anything new to report? Normal new baby stuff? Any good poop stories? Well, now stuff at the, at the old threshold. Um, let's see my, uh, my younger niece. Uh, so we, we went and, uh, kind of did a quarantine family getaway, uh, with our, uh, sister-in-law, brother-in-law, their kids and, uh, our in-laws who nobody has gone and done anything for a couple of weeks. Now everybody's been working from home and all that. But anyway, so saw our nieces and my one niece saw, uh, Sarah changing baby Fitz's diaper and she just says, why does he have a mole down there? And just, I guess he thinks his penis looks like a mole. So I don't know. That's weird. Okay. <laughs> All right. Two minutes in. <laughs> right. Right on time. Shut her down. Exactly. So it was nice talking to you guys this week. Um, no, that'll be a, that'll be a fun a, a fun embarrassing story for later. Um, but what we're gonna do this week is we. We, we, we have an outline in the bag that we're going to save for when we have a little bit more time in our hands. Um, we're just going to kind of riff this week. I don't know about you guys. I've had a hell of a week, hell of a couple days. I'd like to just kind of riff with my buddies, and I've got all four of you, all four of us now. Um, so this is going to be, you know, instead of just talking shop, we're going to be talking hot. So we're going to start off with a hot take with Chris, and we're going to just see where this conversation goes. This might have nothing to do with parenting. So if you come this week looking for that, I apologize if you don't find it here. Um, but if nothing else, let's have fun for like 45 minutes. So, Chris, what do you got for us? I'm going to turn it back on you, Shane. Do you want the 
interesting hot take or the really stupid hot take? I mean, I'm going to get both of them at some point, right? Sure. Which one do you want first? The one that could spur more discussion or the one that could just leave you scratching your head? Sure. I want that one. I want I want the bad one first. The one that could leave you scratching your head? I'd like to scratch my head, yes. You know, okay, okay, okay sure. So, you know, we've all gone through a lot these last couple months and struggling through the pandemic. But you know what I haven't missed during this pandemic? Not once. The Property Brothers. <laughs> <laughs> what do you mean? They're on all the time, aren't they? Not not now. I don't have to. I don't have to watch them. I'm a cord cutter. I don't think about them. I don't see them on TV. They're ugly, shining veneers. Oh, <sighs> you've, ref- you've referenced them on this show in terms of how I should get my boys to behave. What the hell are no, you trying to do to that me? Couldn't, that couldn't have been me. I was There's not a chance. Find it. We have no. an archive, my friend. No way. <laughs> I don't miss either of them. Drew nor Jonathan Scott. Well, okay, okay. Oh, so, okay. So, oh. You don't miss Jonathan Scott. <laughs> so, what? One of them is dating Zoe Deschanel. She played Jovi on Elf. What? Uh, yes. You and mean the, the you one. mean the new girl? Yeah, yes. Why'd you, why'd you go like? Oh, she played Joe. Like nobody knew already. We know Zoe. But it's spelled Zoe. Is her sister dating the other brother? No, the other brother is married to someone. Oh, I think I think the other one is married to Bones, or was she Bones? That's the sister is Bones. I thought Bones was the guy. I've never watched it. <laughs> <laughs> no, she gets Bones. That's what. No, I don't know. Any, any, okay. So, so any, any. Spray. I don't. Property Brothers, they're out of here. What don't you guys miss? Okay, so that that was just a clever way of going with what don't you guys miss. Okay, I actually like that. Okay, I like where that's going, actually. Dan, what do you got? What don't you miss right now? I don't miss going into work. Um, mm, good one. I, uh, Another brave one. For those of you who don't know, I deal with uh, some, some... Brave take. <laughs> yeah, right? Some Yeah, so controversial, I'm sure. But no, so I deal with you know some, some challenged youth... And I do miss them. I don't miss. God, I hope no coworkers are listening to this. But I don't miss them. Trust, there are some entitled me, ass. <laughs> Whoa. Okay. Yeah. I've, I've actually, I've got some comments actually from coworkers, but the ones that I think would, this doesn't apply Those to them. Cool. Yeah. Those so this cool. wouldn't apply to them, but there's some entitled ass old people and I don't miss in any yeah, interactions with them. Uh, yeah. I'll, I'll try what to think in- of something I don't miss more, but I that 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 one clearly sticks out for me right now. And this is Daniel Butson's two week notice. Hey, more yeah. In honor, in honor of uh, in honor of uh, the late great Jerry Stiller. But, but what do you what do you uh, not miss? It's like in honor of the late great Jerry Stiller. Let's all uh, air our grievances with our coworkers on a podcast right now. Go ahead, Dan. I'm good. Entitled, but what, what are you not? Entitled miss? old assholes. There's there's a plenty of them. But um, what do you not miss? Oh man, um, I don't miss I don't miss going into the office. I don't miss meeting random like strangers, like customers that want to come in and 
cough and shake your hand and stuff. Like now I think I'm, I think I'm more excited to not be exposed to other people's germs now that we're in this situation. Bobo, are you ever going to shake another hand again in your life? I'm going to shake your hand, Chris. I'm looking forward to, I'm, I'm looking forward to shaking your hand, Chris. So, so I'll give you guys one. And this, this specifically ties into parenting. Um, I don't miss restaurants. Now I miss the idea of restaurants and I miss restaurants, you know, being an option, but I don't miss being there. I don't miss being there either. Being really? a restaurant. Well, here's the thing. Oh, it's so Please. stressful. As a parent, you mean you don't miss it or just in general? As a parent. Both. Okay. Because the thing I don't, is, is I don't get the only time I go. To, I don't get a chance to go without my kids. Exactly. Exactly. That's like saying that, you know, oh, I, I miss the bar. No, I, I've been missing the bar, bro. Um, <laughs> no, I, I've missed the idea of <laughs> I've missed the idea of restaurants for four years. Um, being at a restaurant is one of the single most stressful experiences in my life to where before the apps are even out, one of them's got my phone and is looking at, you know, Mickey Mouse Clubhouse. The other one's got hers and is doing Mickey and the Roadster Racers because they're individuals, but they have similar likes. Um, and we're just looking at each other. We're looking at each other defeated before the chips and salsa have made it to the table. Not nachos, damn it, but chips Thank and salsa. Thank you. Thank you. I respect that. Um, so that's one that I don't miss. Um, that, you know, that, one's, I, that one's tough, though, because, like, I guess you're right though. When you have kids, when you have twins, like you, you're not going to dump them off on other people just so you guys can go out and have a date night no. once a week. It's so stressful. And and you're like, your timing you're gonna use your, too. Going to use your sitter time for something more valuable than going to fucking TGI Fridays. Yeah, we've got certain spots that we like to hit, and we would use it for that. Like like a date night is typically us going to a restaurant or something. Right, but. If that's, you know, a couple times a quarter versus, you know, the every now and then we'll try to run in to grab something quick with them, which I always dread going in. I've I've convinced myself at this point I'm never tricked or surprised when it goes poorly. Yeah, Um, I got over that before I ever moved back from Chicago. I have yet to have a time to where it didn't pretty much suck for most of it. That's now some of that. Some of that could just be like me being keyed up as well, Mm. you know. That's maybe my being stressed problem too. Like you're anticipating the thing that maybe doesn't end up being that bad, but because you're bracing for it, it is that bad. Like um, every little thing sets you off. Oh, there's the water got spilled. Here we go. So, so one time uh, for for our birthdays, which are in January, and Reagan was about 11 months old, we got a center to go to this really nice steakhouse in Columbus. So, kind of private dining, and we go up, and they take us to this table in the back of the restaurant, and right next to us is a husband and wife with like a five month old. It's like, are you <laughs> fucking kidding me? You can't, you can't, you're just not allowed to get away. You're just not allowed to do it. And that kid just stares at you the whole time. Ugh, I was right back on edge. So here's the thing though. You know, what's kind of funny. You about think that, you know me. My patience has gone up infinity when it comes to other people's kids. If I'm at a restaurant and there's a noisy kid and stuff like that, I <laughs> give, zero cares about that if my kid if i'm not going through the same thing so if it's just me and the wife somewhere and someone else is with their kid and they're struggling stuff like that i feel for them i empathize but i'm no longer bothered by things like that 
if anything, I have less patience now in those situations for those who do get like offended or bothered or annoyed by it than if I'm there with my own kids, to be honest with you. No, you're right. You, you, you build like, you build like a parent, like immunity or something where you understand. I mean, but it's, it's just the empathy, right? Like people who work in customer service tend to be a little bit better customers than those assholes who never did. And they feel entitled. Also, stress is not stress if it's not my stress in a weird way <laughs> for me. Like I'm able to completely disconnect from that stressful situation, acknowledge that it sucks for that person and still go about having a pleasant time. Now, like it, they're shrieking in the background. Like I but so now that brings me to a good point, though, or th- this weekend or whatever, being at the lake. I feel like now that I'm a parent, I stress about other kids doing shit that could get themselves hurt. Because I'm like the way where I wouldn't be thinking about that before, you know, where like kids running on the dock and you're just like, if it was my kid, I'd be like, Hey, don't run on the dock. You might trip, you might fall, whatever. And now I'm worried about my nieces doing that where five years ago, four, whatever, three but years I ago, think I it's different care. if it's your nieces, yeah. if it's like strangers up the road, be like, Hey man, watch out for splinters. Right. So, so pretend this is a kid that Dan would, that Dan, that Dan would grip up if he stepped out of, you know, line. Or well, it's not yeah, at a lake, but it is at a pool, maybe at the wave right. pool. <laughs> yeah. Like um, in a situation like that, if you're not invested in the kid, I, I, are, I, are you still I worried? guess. But even when it was like when I like before Eliana was like doing stuff like that, like with my nieces, I didn't necessarily care. I was like, hey, yeah, get them to you know have them jump off the the, the top of the pontoon boat into the water. You know, screw you know, jump off. The, you know, I was one of those type of uncles where now I'm kind of like, eh, I don't know, maybe you should do that. Or now I guess I, I understand what my sister-in-law was, you know, was a little more cautious about where I was like, ah, eh, they're kids. They'll bounce back quickly. Oh yeah. I mean, you're just better able to quantify how much it sucks to have a hurt kid. Yeah. Like it's really just that simple. Um, like outside of like skin knees, which to be honest with you, I kind of take like a weird, like, I dig it when they get skin knees because like they're being kids now. You know what I mean? Like if he falls and skins his knee and cries, a how quickly they get over it is a shocking thing. Just because like it's ten seconds and it's you know sixty to zero instead of zero to sixty in terms of them going from being super upset to completely fine afterwards. Um, but no, like if you think that your kid hurts himself, like that kind of changes you and the way that you look at situations like that. The whole rub dirt on it thing or the they'll be fine thing. It kind of goes away, but then I think it comes back once they get a little bit older and you realize that even, you know, if a kid hurts himself and is acting up because of it, um, it's not really the end of the world. So it kind of goes in waves. Mm -hmm. I'm sure that people just look at things differently, too. But you find out, hey, I'm pretty athletic. I can make that jump or you don't quite make it. You get hurt and you go. And, and the, the <laughs> not not quite the consequences are a little bit lower. Like if they're if they're gonna jump off the roof onto some concrete, okay, maybe let's think twice. Not that that's ever a situation, yeah, but, but you know, like if they're just gonna couch surf, let it happen. Let them bump their noggin. But as our our good friend Shane went through, if the injury goes too far during a pandemic you now have to take them to an urgent care or doctor's office to get medical treatment 
And that's a whole nother level of stress that you don't want to go through right now. So that's, you know, just one of those things where like, I agree with you, Dan, I have no problem with my kids being a little bit daredevils or learning, you know, in my mind, yeah, if they twisted their ankle or did, you know, broke their, my daughter broke her arm, like, yeah, it sucked, but it wasn't the end of the world because a broken arm isn't the end of the world, but to have to go into a hospital and do all that kind of stuff. I know things have kind of changed as far as how things are going right now and the whole it's country. Still, it's still better to avoid it. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. Um, so have, have real quick, have all of us taken our kids to the ER during this pandemic? No, I have not. Is it? Uh, not to the ER, but to um, urgent care, like urgent care. Yeah. Well, yeah. Yep. Sorry, my apologies. Because Chris, I know you. Uh, well, one of one of my kids uh, had ear tubes, and the other one's getting her tonsils and adenoids out. So hospital, yes. Urgent cares, no. My kids haven't been anywhere. Thank, thankfully, I don't even know. Yeah, I don't even think we've gone to the regular doctor for anything other than fits, obviously for his you know new baby stuff. Um, yeah, we just we just went today, and that was uh, so one of the initial things they tried was everyone come in with masks on. Mm. That's hard pass, hard no. Well, I mean, we attempted it. We got cool masks here that have Incredibles on it or Olaf on it, and yeah, it's putting a putting a uh, putting masks on four year olds isn't really something that works. No, and one one thing I just also have to just openly admit as well is that when it comes to the whole them learning from it thing. And this this will speak to any parents who, you know, maybe have some kids who are working on certain things or have certain challenges or on the spectrum and stuff. The thing that does kind of suck is when you have to worry because you know that at certain points or maybe they're not at a point yet, like they're not learning from anything. Um, or at least we're at a spot now towards like things like the stairs, right? That that when he fell and ended up having to get the staples and stuff like that, like that wasn't a learning experience. If he's going to be jumping off of something, it's not going to be something he remembers to then not do it again. Right. We're still at a point to where we have to prevent a lot of stuff that happens. That is kind of one of the things that can get overwhelming having a kid on the spectrum just because it's it's hard to even really talk about just because you you know what parenting is supposed to look like in a lot of those instances. And you know how you would normally do it probably in a lot of those instances if there was that cause and effect that was built in there. But when it's not there, man, you're just you're constantly trying to stop fires before they start instead of putting them out. You know what I mean? And it can add up when kids are getting as stir crazy as they are. And then the weather is getting nice and they're becoming a little bit more active and stuff like that. So it started to become a fun summer because we're playing more, but now it's getting back to that whole letting some things happen while still trying to probably prevent more than mm-hmm. you know the average parent is. Yeah, we're really, I, I would really say, Shane is that I'm starting now to get into the stage because Maddie is old enough where I feel your pain with the boys because it does seem like they're becoming just sparring partners. And it's almost like as as cute and good as they will be, I know in any moment some fuse is going to be lit and somebody's biting someone or punching someone or kicking, you know, and then that it's just breaking everybody up and there's everybody's mad at everybody in tears and whatnot. But, but it's like, I'm, I feel like I'm getting a little bit of a taste of what you've been preaching for, you know, months now about this was that with your boys as beautiful as it was to have a playmate, it's also somebody to beat up on or get annoyed by, right? Cause they're pissed off no matter what, you know, they're looking at their toy or putting their foot on top of their foot That's or something. such a thing. 
God, that's such a thing, too. The whole, oh, you're playing with that? Well, now nothing in the world looks better than yep. that thing. Oh, that little yeah. toy cell phone that we've had for four years yep. since we were born, pretty much. Yeah, I would much rather have that than this pool that's filled up outside of the trampoline <laughs> that was just bought for us or anything like that. Uh, we I had one earlier. We were, you know, had fits down in the uh, bassinet next to our bed. Sarah, you know, you know, God bless her. She was willing to take all three kids up into our room tonight. Um, so I could get on this and record with you guys with a set time. Um, but I was trying to help Thank you, her. Sarah. Yeah, she's awesome. Um, she's probably not even ever going to sleep again in her life. But uh, so she's Sarah's getting ready. The boy's sleeping because he's a champ. He's awesome. He sleeps like 20 hours a day. He eats. I mean, he Thanks, does. Sh- he shits a lot, but he he sleeps like nobody's business. He's awesome. Um, but anyway, Eliana was sitting. She had a nice little spot. Everything was perfect. And there was probably three quarters of the bed to her left for Maddie to lay down on. Maddie points at a sliver of space between Eliana and the pillow put on the side of the bed to prevent anybody from falling off and said, I want to sit there. And it was like, there's no room there. But she demanded she has to go slides into that spot. And what does it become like Indian leg wrestling or whatever? And just like pushing and biting all while the baby's sleeping three feet from them. So they start shrieking at each other. So then what does it turn into us screaming at them? The kid wakes up. It's just a mess. It's just, it's always a mess. Don't have three kids. Don't do it. No, I'm joking. They're awesome. That would be good. No, hey, I've been preaching that really since we started this pod. So thank <laughs> you for just confirming. Mm-hmm. I'm, here. Yeah, I'm right there with you. It's, it's now that like, well, Chris just, I will say it's beautiful now, but once the, the younger kid gets to that point where they have their own like way of doing things like then it's turn on as a person. Yes. And then, cause Maddie's personality has just erupted in probably the last, I'd say three, three months, four months. And now it's just, you can't stop her. She is, she is, she is a middle child. Like you would never believe all the stereotypes. She is that. Um, I think she's doing a little, and this is, I guess, if we want to talk about something real, um, it does seem like she's having a little bit of a a regression or almost like an acting out period since the baby came where she wants to be treated like a baby. So, yeah, so she wants to, she wants to be held. She wants to be, you know, rocked and things like that, which she was not um, having done for a long time. So we're dealing with that. So were you running into any of that before um, before you brought the baby home during the pandemic when everyone was home a lot more? I don't know if we did. If, if we did, maybe we didn't think about it because there was just two of us and two of them and we were just snuggling up on them and we were home all the time. So yeah. to think back, I mean, we'd really have to probably sit down and talk about it, Sarah, more than anything. Um just you know how much she was now my mom when she did come uh to watch the girls while we were in the hospital she did make a remark how maddie was much more uh like physically affectionate and you know wanted to be in my mom's lap a lot more than she ever did back when my mom was babysitting all the time so so maybe that was the beginning stages of it where she realized that something was going on um i don't know so it's a good question um, I will real quick. I'll throw in one last thing of things I don't miss because of all this. I don't miss 
having guilt on getting a lot of things ordered to our house. I always feel like whenever there's a new package on our front porch, it was almost like people are judging me because I'm not going out and buying things myself. I'm too lazy to go to Target and pick out, you know, this or that or the other thing. Is that real? Is that that really a thing? That's me. Maybe that's me. But that's how I felt a lot of times. Like, oh, we could have just ran up and probably, but I just, yeah, we we order way too much. stuff. I, I can only speak from my own experience, but I've never once in my life looked at my neighbor's house no and been like look at this fucking i've never even if anything i think this king has it made and he has his companion trained to not run to target (laughs) at every waking moment someone's got a surprise waiting for him good feed up good for them that's feed up king (laughs) (laughs) okay okay cool well then glad i'm glad i glad i uh worried so much about that for so long and you guys never told me i shouldn't thanks well, we didn't know you would worry about something so dumb. I'm always worried. <laughs> like I lo- I'm always worried. Like I love you. I'm the guy that doesn't like nachos as an appetizer. I have a lot of worries, okay? You more than don't like them. You you made a you stood on a soapbox and screamed to the heavens yeah. about it. Nachos are my the nachos are my solely of the appetizer world. Or Tully, I'm sorry, Tully. <laughs> He might as well be. He might as well be Sully. But you're talking. <laughs> you but but you, you 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 mean Tully? Tully, not Tully, <laughs> not Sully. You know what I? You know what I meant. I mean, I took I took a stab at it. Mm-hmm. I did. <laughs> <laughs> so so real quick before Chris gives us the next uh, hot take because he's got another one in the hopper. What's everybody drinking right now? A berry propel electrolyte water beverage. <laughs> okay, I'm drink. I'm drinking uh, two fingers of Glenlivet scotch with an ice cube. So, uh, I had a, an adult coffee in Lynn's uh, Girl Boss mug, nice. but I have since finished it. And when there's an appropriate time, I will make a refill. I have. Uh, I didn't measure it out correctly, but I have. Was that Boulier bourbon? Bullet. Oh, God. Bullet. <laughs> Bobby Boucher, Bobby Boucher, bourbon. and uh, and water, and we have it in a in a pint glass. So Boulet bourbon brought to you by Tully, <laughs> Sully brought to you by Sully. <laughs> uh, you're struggling with words today, but I love it, Chris. Uh, Chris, what do you got, man? Yes. So uh, Shane was noticeably absent. We were talking about this a little bit this weekend. Uh, I, I thought this would be a good time to discuss it as a foursome. I watched a couple of Disney movies over the weekend, some that haven't been watched in the 2000s by me. And I will say Mulan, tremendous. Hercules, can't defend this. Go. Yeah, so, well, hold on. So I, I, you're right, because I was uh, I was up in Ludington for the weekend and there's no service up there and it was wonderful. I loved it. Um, go, I need to hear the argument first because that... First of all, it's silly, and that's not me taking a crap on Mulan. Mulan's underrated. I, I will give you that. But you're going to have to make a case against Hercules for me. You know what? It was just kind of boring. I mean, it was it just. I mean, and I'm a fan of Greek mythology, the the the, the mythos of it all. I, I like, you know, it's got Devito. It's got it's got yeah, gold but, plate. But do you? But think- it, was, it was there was just some parts of it where I'm like, man, I just really want to watch the. Uh, charity golf foursome i would watch four dudes having a foursome not even playing golf 
then watch Hercules. <laughs> um, it, it's not that bad. It's not. Do you, do you think though that part of the reason why you find it boring is because you may be into Greek mythology and you're like, this yeah. is that's not accurate. Ooh, Historically that's accurate. accurate. I like that. You know, I, I liked the muses. Um, I like. I like. First of all, who didn't? That's. I'll I'll stop myself before. I don't. I I just thought Mulan was the the more superior movie. It was. It was. You know, like the the story. What what was just kind of better for me? I think I liked the music of Mulan. Obviously, I'll make a man out of you is is the best song in either movie, but. Mulan had okay. some. Oh wait, wait, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Before you just brush past it, make a man out of you. I- I'll even give you that as number one, but let's not act for a second like songs two and three are not both Hercules songs and are pretty close to it. Which which ones? Go the distance, and I won't say I'm in love. Yes, absolutely. Okay, okay, okay. I, yeah, I, the fact the fact the fact that you knew them kind of proves my point, right? You didn't have to like reach in or be like, "Oh, what what songs are you referring to, Shane?" You know exactly what I was. I'll talking. say I won't say I'm in love was a very 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 good song, but I don't know. Go the distance is kind of cloying. I just I just think Mulan was the better movie. I mean, like Mulan lends itself for a more interesting watch. Second best villain voice in the history of Disney movies. Goldthwaite. James Woods. Amen, brother. I don't know. I, I don't, I'm just saying, like, I hadn't watched those movies since probably in the 2000s, right? Not, not, not once. And I was really into Milan, and the music was very beautiful. And Hercules was just like. Do you think you are swayed because you're maybe, a girl? You're I'm a girl jaded. dad? Because I'm a girl. No, Bobo. No, a girl dad. No, I don't think that had anything to do with it. Because I, maybe I'm jaded, but Sonora's favorite movie was Mulan. All right, Steven Tyler. So Nora probably watched Mulan without exaggeration 2,000 times. So maybe I'm jaded. However, points against Mulan. Mushu. One, Mushu is so annoying, he almost makes it unwatchable. And I don't think there's any disagreement with that. <sighs> Secondly, what kind of camp are they running? It's, it's, it's exaggerated for effect. There is no camp of soldiers that is that embarrassingly bad. I... I did. So the entire premise for "I'll make a man out of you" is but, is stupid because no no group is that dim witted. Like they're all. But the, go these ahead. are these what? are not soldiers that were you know trained and enlisted. They were they were they were chosen. Yeah, I understand that. But it, if you if you were enlisted, think about all of the 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 men that you know, and you go to camp. Are you going to be that? fucking dumb with everything there's not a chance in the world it It was it was exaggerated no absolutely not what mm -mm. third you are comparing this story of a greek god who saved the entirety of mankind to a gender-bending degenerate 
who was one lucky shot away from being the entire down the, the the reason for a downfall of an entire empire. There wasn't skill. Has she practiced shooting that thing to the to the snowbank? No, that was a lucky she, shot. Her 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 stupid pet was the reason they were in the predicament in the first true. place. She's getting celebrated. She hit some lucky bank shot from half court, and she's being celebrated if she's Jordan. She's Rex no, Chapman. Meanwhile, meanwhile, Hercules over here is Jordan, and you're just completely disrespecting him. I just remember you disrespecting the last dance. Not impressed. I don't know. Mulan applied her training. M- Mulan recognized that if I shot the... I don't, if I was what able to cause the avalanche, yeah, like uh, you know, M- Mulan. I mean, Her- Hercules was born on third and thought he hit a triple. M- Mulan worked for what she had to get. So at the end, yeah, I think there wasn't any wind because if there was a three mile an hour breeze, guess what? They're dead. They're done. Right, so I just I just fell out, and it's sounding like everything kept recording, so that's good to hear. And I was afraid that I missed something good, and then I just came <laughs> and heard the beginning part of a tired-ass argument that I didn't even need to hear any more of about how Mulan's lot in life versus Hercules' lot in life, like, that makes it a better story. Whatever, dude. But here, here like, I will say that, and, and now I'm going to start just... Picking apart things in the movies. Let it flow. Mulan has a much better montage of training than Hercules does. I know that is when I, know, I believe all three of you enjoy the muses singing. Uh, you know, if that's Herc is on a roll and all that stuff going on. Zero to Hero, I guess, is the, the actual the, the song title. But, but that montage does not excite me as much as, uh, you know, I'll make a man out of you. And I mean, well, it, it just... The story itself, though, of, of Mulan, it's kind of boring to me because how do they not know that, that she's a woman? Because she told people she was Ping. And, and, and the Chinese have their honor where, where if they tell you something, their word is their bond. I just like and then, yeah. And then so what? She gets stabbed or whatever. And then the doctor sees her tits and has to whisper in the guy's ear and like, Hey, go check out her tits. And then he does. And then like, you know, <laughs> that's what happens. Right. Doesn't he like, with yeah, her? Yep. No, yep, that's, exactly, that's exactly that's, how he said it. That's too. actually, <laughs> that's actually my favorite telling of Mulan. <laughs> the, uh, the, the live action movie is rated X. <laughs> it's it's now, like drunk history, but it's just Bobo randomly telling the story. <laughs> like, hey, describe this Disney movie to me, Bobo. Yeah, watch watch one movie once three years ago and then describe it real quick. And then and this fucking guy named Sully comes in out of nowhere. And th- yeah, that's yeah, my yeah. review of Monsters yeah. Inc. He, he, I was say he flies the plane upside down down the Hudson River, but all right. Um but I don't know. It, it, it's just to me, it was just like even the scene where she's in the water and like they all jump in and there's the little like I don't. Uh, and who are these people that they're recruiting? They recruit old men, like old like every house had to provide one male. <sighs> I, I think I think neither of the neither yeah, of you three dads have sold me on Hercules. Okay, well, okay, then here let, let me I'm, try I'm, to do a little bit of work. So the entire idea that Mulan has a better soundtrack is crazy. It's got the best song, but it doesn't have the best songs. Ref- reflection. Honor mm-hmm. to us all. I could go on. Mm. You What is it? The 09 Cavs? You have LeBron and a bunch of booby Gibsons? Yeah. 
Those are those are the songs that Mulan yeah, brings. But, you got LeBron and a bunch of has beens and never right. were's. If, you over here touting Mo Williams in that one All Star game appearance, if, like it means something. If it you doesn't. Go, if you go to people our age and say, "Let's get down to business," everyone else will say to defeat the Huns. You can't name a single yeah. line from a Hercules song. I, Chris, can I tell you something? I won't think about it. Not gonna think do about it. it. No. Mm-mm. I don't know, man. Okay, so so he, here's here's a nice little so better villain. You're giving that to Hercules, right? Better sidekick. Danny DeVito or Eddie Murphy. Better Danny DeVito. Don't don't act like it's even a don't act like it's a conversation because I, it's not one. I like to consider the cricket to be Mulan's true sidekick. <laughs> the lucky that's, cricket. That's fine. That's fine. I'll take the Pegasus. I'll take the Pegasus over the cricket. I will take Pegasus and Danny DeVito over Cricket and Eddie Murphy any day of the week. Well, I mean, the movies... And so would you. The movies are called Mulan and Hercules, not Cricket and Philistatides. <laughs> you just call him Phil. So here's, yeah, so here's a thing. It's John. Thanks. It's a callback. Another thing about the Hercules story, too, is it went a route that most Disney movies don't. Most Disney movies, it's basically it's you're working your way up to be the success near the end of the movie. He reached success relatively early on, as you mentioned, like he was successful from the get and he ran into that adversity. So basically he got propped up, brought down, then he actually proved himself. That's not a worse story than Mulan. That's a different story than Mulan. I don't know. It's pretty similar because doesn't like and I apologize if I if I forgot the ending, but does Mulan like fall off the 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 Chinese? I don't know what is it a castle or temple or what do you consider it where the, uh, the emperor lives? An imperial imperial palace. Okay, a palace. Does she fall off but then like climb back up at the end and that's like her heroic entry or, or re-entry? No, no, no. Well, after they saw her tits, <laughs> they they said like, "Hey, you're banned." And then and then she like snuck yeah. back because she had an informant, and, and then she was like, "Hey." Even though I have tits, check she this cross-dressed. out. She, I'm going to help she defeat this guy. It's all her boys then, to cross-dress to somehow use that as a distraction. There's just a lot of plot holes in that movie. I don't under, like, yeah, I just don't get that part. So that, that's, that, that's what that because, because the Huns haven't gotten any in a long time. They're, they're Huns. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I guess. <laughs> And plus, with the with the loose fitting dresses, they have more flexibility for for leg kicks. But do they even do anything, or, or they walk in and like bat their I don't eyes? Oh man! Oh my know. god! I don't know. I'm sorry, but no, I'll, I'll say Hercules. That's what I'm gonna I'm gonna stick to. Uh, better, more rememberable characters. The muses. It's Hercules. It's a. It's a. It's a. It's a story as old as time. Like, of course, it's not a more memorable character. Hades. Like Hades. Yes, but the the voice acting, the personality for those characters were better than. Yeah, the the best character in either movie is James Wood as Hades. Agree. James Woods as Hades is the best character of either of the movies. I think the raccoon in Pocahontas is better than any of the characters in Mulan. Miko? Yeah, there you go. I love that you know that. Chris, don't don't even get Chris started on Pocahontas. 
What a babe. Not gonna <laughs> got nothing. Got nothing. Uh, Don't worry. <laughs> but like, okay. if you really think about, it, there's a lot of parallels in that move in those two movies, though, Hercules and, and Mulan, right? Because at the beginning, they both kind of like fuck up a bunch of shit when they're not supposed to, and they're supposed to be like behaving, right? <laughs> yeah. Like, and then I was thinking about what I was refer- referring to before about Mulan, like climbing over the palace wall or something as like a heroic moment was like when Hercules climbs back out of uh, whatever you want to call it, the, you know, the river of the dead or whatever. And he comes climbing back out with what's with, uh, with Meg. I don't know. There's just a lot of, I guess that's two things that are paralleled, but at the beginning and end of the movie. So it's like straight lines. There we go. Parallel. Boom. There you go. Gotcha. Why? How has the pandemic affected? Yeah, I don't get that one. I can't believe Dan called her a gender bending degenerate. He didn't do that on the recording, did he? (laughs) It's a tongue twister. I I sure did. Yeah. No. No, data speeds have 100% slowed in terms of home oh, okay. speeds because people are using oh, probably, yeah, That's yeah, because it's 5G. And what what's no, actually happening... <laughs> Here's I a hot take. <laughs> hey. <laughs> We're not going there. <laughs> oh, man. All right, uh, Okay, so I've got a I've got a question that's going to take us in a different direction. Unless anyone has any final thoughts, no. so 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 real quick, what's the final tally? So Hercules, what do you want? So, so, Hercules, Hercules. Okay. Yeah. Okay. That's because if Eddie if, if, if Eddie Murphy chanted Mulan, 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 it would be bad synergy because he was in both movies. You parallel, know true. parallel movies. Uh, they they. Because in, in that universe, what? Eddie Murphy would have to conceivably exist as the voice of Mushu, but he's also all the clumps. But think about Mushu pretended to be the dragon after he destroyed the statue. He is so a dragon. almost, no, yeah, but he did the the big dragon, right? He's a fucking where he picked barely. up the big dragon on the statue yeah. when he broke it, and he's talking to all the ancestors. So he was kind of like doing that, you know, the scene from the clump. <laughs> he's a. Speaker. How stupid are the ancestors, by the way, where they He's believe species that? Well, they're dead, dead, so they're not that smart. <laughs> okay. Good. Hold on. So what was what was the the degenerate comment? Dan was just disparaging Milan. I'll go back and listen. I'll go back and listen. I'll go back and listen. Um, so what is the what is the funniest makeshift mask that you have either used, or if you haven't used one, you just have regular masks that you've seen in public? <laughs> I still I still get a kick out of when it first like there was the going around the internet of like the large breasted woman putting her like size triple D bras on her kids' faces and it covered all of them. That cracked me up. So Jerry Ann had an Jerry Ann had an incredible one yesterday. She came home and she laughed harder than I've seen. Since her she laugh, listened I to our me happened. on my la- our last podcast. And- yeah. I mean, clearly, clearly. She may have been listening to it at the same time. Her head almost exploded. Um, but she reenacted it when she came home. And it's literally someone who took a big rubber band, put it around their head, 
and had a coffee filter hey. hanging in front of them, hey. like from their nose. I like it. By any yep. means necessary. Yeah, just that's one of those where regardless of which side of the fence you're on, because I feel like everyone seems to have a little bit too strong of an opinion on the whole mask thing. Uh, Jim, Car- Jim Carrier, Eric thing, Stoltz. I'll go Jim Carrier. <laughs> and, Dan, and Dan, is that you putting a teddy bear over your face right now? The mask. <laughs> oh. Yeah, I, I I haven't been out. But what about Dallas? I haven't been out Chris enough to really yes, see any in live action. But that's pretty bad. Uh, I uh, I haven't seen anything bad, but I did have a a friend make a mask out of a crown royal okay. bag. I've seen that, I've seen that so as well. It's kind of neat. Yeah, uh, in in t shirts. So I don't. I haven't seen. I'm not downriver, so I haven't got any amazing oh. stories. It's it's kind of sad. So I I just saw on. The internet, uh, a, a guy was on a bus and a woman was wearing like a masquerade ball mask. So it covered her eyes and the top of her nose, but it didn't necessarily cover like her mouth or her, her uh, anywhere where she would breathe. Uh, but I haven't seen I haven't so, seen anything in public. So here's my question. Are people doing that because they're funny? Yeah, they're they're just they're trying to make a point, or are they just dumb and they think that that's what they're supposed to be doing? That's what I guess I wonder. You don't need to know; just just appreciate it for what it is. Yeah, that's one of those I almost don't want to know the answer. Like I'm sure that some of them are doing it ironically. I'll bet you an alarming amount are not. It's one of those I don't have a yeah. mask, but I need something. Let me or wrap like a catcher's face my mask face. or something. <laughs> Or my dad wearing his Darth Vader helmet. No. Oh, no. Okay, so I'll tell you guys the best one I've seen. The best one I've seen, and I'm going to do my best to describe this, and it is exactly mm. what I'm describing. I'm not embellishing. I'm I not trust exaggerating. You, I'm not doing anything like that. So, so I want you to think of the dimensions of one of those gigantic, like, faces that someone will hold up like a basketball game uh, yeah so like if you're going to like, like uh, the, 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 the crying the, the crying lebron face yes yes so i want you to think of the dimensions of that and how okay. big that probably is like you're probably talking two, two by three feet yeah two and a half feet tall something like that. yeah something like that so there's a gentleman who had a regular surgical face mask on and then glasses that were fitted to have that were connected to a gigantic <laughs> head like that of a baby and his <laughs> eyes were at the open mouth and he was walking around Kroger <laughs> wearing that. So bottom, bottom half of his face, surgical mask, top half of his face, the bottom part of a gigantic baby's head. And his eyes were fashioned to look <laughs> out of the baby's mouth. I That's fantastic. Thoughts. I, I can't beat that, nor will I try. However, I do need to include the fact that it's like 80 degrees outside and we were driving back from Home Depot and there was a, a kid riding his bike in a full Spider-Man costume, head to toe. It looked hot, just cruising. So shout out to him and his dad for just riding around as Spider-Man. Uh- I am surprised I haven't seen more of that. Like kids will going in the full face masks or like if you do the Halloween costume, like where it's like the blank, like 
completely no face mask. I'm surprised that people aren't wearing more Halloween masks out. I'm surprised there's not more armed robberies going on. If you think, I mean, yeah. Well, it's we 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 had a buddy, uh, yeah, Thomas put put up a picture uh, the other day of putting a bandana on his face, like it's just yeah, cool like it's kind of weird. Well, now they're opening casinos. Now we're I guess we're getting into a little thing in Michigan. There's some uh, uh, some Native American casinos that are opening. And I was thinking, like, are people supposed to, or like, if you go in in a mask, like, they're not going to be able to really tell who you are. I guess maybe casino facial recognition stuff is top of the line. But, like, wouldn't it be the perfect time now to go and pull some, like, uh, what was that movie with the with Woody Harrelson? Ghost. <laughs> no, that's, uh, dude, that's Bill Cosby. So. I know that's a that's a reference. I, I thought that was Carl Malone. Oh. I'm sorry. That's a you're, yeah. You're thinking a risky business with Woody Harrelson. Was Woody no, Harrelson going, going actually a risky business? Or oh, you haven't like, you haven't watched it? No, no, you're thinking of, you're thinking of uh, the Graduate. <laughs> what? That's that's Dustin Johnson. Oh. Yeah, you're right. <laughs> Speaking of, what, what, who, wait, what, here what, we what go. We, who would you like? Here, who would you like to see play in the match next year with Phil and Tiger? Dustin Hoffman. <laughs> well, with that Dustin doesn't seem Johnson. very fair. Um. Oh, okay. No, okay. No, 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 I actually have an answer for this. Um, Pedro Harrington and Joey Who's Harrington. Pedro Harrington? He's a, a multi-time majors um, champion Irish golfer. Pedro Winner. Oh, sorry. He was actually one of the main guys to step up and have a little bit of success um, during Tiger's heyday. I, I think the obvious answer is Glenn Rice and Tony Gwynn. Yeah. <laughs> uh. Well, I mean, it's gonna be yeah, it's gonna be hard for be Tony a, to join. Um. I don't know, but I, I I think like I'm just okay. But let the serious answer of like a, a current day big name like a like Peyton Manning, Tom Brady, like you do like Michael Jordan and Larry Bird. I don't know if Larry's good at golf. He had a lot more time to work on his so game. Depends on what Jordan. I. Are you going for guys that are just going to yuck it up who are like like minded and probably have a lot in common? Or are you going for like just complete contrast? Could not be more different. Let's go ahead and put Ernie. Or what, and Odell. what about MJ what, and OJ? Whatever you want to do. MJ and OJ, Chris. <laughs> well, one of them is. Well, no, because you it's Tiger and Phil. Tiger you, and you yeah, Tiger parent. and Phil get some other athlete or celebrity or whatever it would be. So that's why you're not bringing another golfer in, but you bring in like Michael Jordan, who's an avid golfer, Steph Curry, you know, I guess you could do Steph Curry and Michael Jordan. You kind of do like a, you know, now versus then. Can I, can I give, can I give an honest answer? Okay. Do they have, I, I've been trying to get an honest answer. Yeah. I don't know why you guys make this whole podcast a joke all the time. Okay. Are you ready? Shaq and Peter Dinklage. <laughs> <laughs> So who's going? Who's going with Tiger? Uh, no, no, they're playing Tiger and Phil <laughs> for charity. 
And so if if Shaq – well, actually, Tiger and Phil keep the money. But Tell if Shaq and Peter Tinklage win, they give the money to charity. But would you, would you not watch it? I guess I would watch it. How about Donald? How about Donald Trump and what? Obama? Would you watch that? Yeah, I think I would actually. <laughs> yeah, I, Doing yeah, well, like teaming up with Tiger and Phil. That would Absolutely. be kind of funny. I thought we were going to keep yeah. this. That would be wonderful to watch. I think I'd want Tiger to pair with Bill Walton <laughs> and Phil Mickelson to pair with Mike. Okay. <laughs> All right. Solid. I just feel like the uh, the chatting between holes <laughs> would be what about What about Tony Romo and Jay Cutler? But Ro- Romo can play though. Like whoever Romo's team is on, Smoke, Smoke and Jay is going to surprise you. He's an he athlete, is. and he's you know he's going to have a lot of time for golf coming up soon. He's gonna have nobody, nobody, you know, no, no wife saying he can't go golfing. O- OJ has the same issue. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Whoa. Good. Uh, so, all right, so so, so I want um, so I'm trying to think of another one. I want Bartolo Colon to be with Mickelson. What you want their team to be Phil Colon? So that's what it says on the screen. What? Phil Colon. Okay, never mind. Yeah, Phil Colon. Yeah, why, why would it say? Um, why would it say maybe Phil? Baker Mason? Because that's his name. What well, they only you then, pay by the letter, so you go by his first name. And then maybe Baker Mayfield with we're gonna go Cleveland Browns heavy. Baker Mayfield. Do you with, think uh, Baker Mayfield golf? Oh, so it says Tiger Baker. <laughs> That's fucking rude. Oh uh, no, it says Baker Woods. Oh, you, you, you Baker, you broader. Yeah, you. Yeah, you Woods. <laughs> I feel like we're running out of steam. Or we're just, or we're just starting. I, I I do like that question though. Like, who who would what foursome would you want to watch the most? Yeah, because well, I guess uh, Mickelson announced today that he wants to make this an annual thing for charity. Um, yeah, he wants like Steph. And, like, Steph Curry's pretty good golfer, right? Steph Curry can swing some sticks. Yeah. yeah. Okay, what foursome of of hot dudes would you rather watch than Hercules? Us four. <laughs> Clear. Clearly. It seems like an appropriate place to end it. Uh, no, okay, so so let's kind of alter the question a little bit. If you had to pick, and this can be the last one, um, two-on-two game of basketball, any personalities of any walk of life, two-on-two, you got to match them up against each other, who would you spend time out of your day to watch if it was on ESPN tomorrow? That to be alive? Nope. Are, is it like? Do they have They'd to be in today's like were. today's shape, or like let's say their prime? Uh, you have complete control over the situation. Okay, uh, I'm gonna say Kim Jong Un and Dennis Rodman versus Barack Obama and current Bill Russell. 
Okay. Who, who you got? It's, it's a toss-up, I think. Okay, I'm going to go with, for my, my two-on-two, I'm going to take Isaiah Thomas and LeVar Ball versus MJ and Reggie Miller. I think that would just be a lot of fireworks. Perry. I'm going to go with Isaiah Thomas Ooh. and Isaiah Thomas against Michael, Michael B. Jordan, Jordan and Michael Gosh, B. Jordan. That's great. Oh, that'd be kind of, I'd watch that. I'd probably watch Kim, Kim Jong um, and oh, oh, I ummed it and I meant to un it. You, did, you, and, and Sully. You, Sully and Telly versus Tully. <laughs> I want Sully and Sully versus Dustin Johnson and Dustin Hall. Okay. I'll take LeVar Burton and Dave Thomas from Wendy's. He's dead. Versus Paul Schaefer and Bobcat Goldthwait. <laughs> okay. All right. So for everyone listening at home, uh, this episode wasn't for you. It was for us. We need these. We need these we from time to time. We Yes. And the first half of it, we talked about being dads and stuff. So give us our little uh, rant at the end here. But uh, so, Dan, you, you took the reins last week. Bobo, let me pass this along to you. Social media czar, now that you're back, where can they find us? Oh, my goodness. At 4Dads, 4Dads. remember? On Instagram, on Twitter, on Facebook. And you can always email us. Four dads, four dads at gmail.com. That might be the best read that you've done. I'm stunned by that, really. Well, Very much. Yeah. I'm kind of angry about it because, like, it shows that you can choose not to. Like that. You yeah. Well, you know, to. guys, got to keep yep. you all on your toes. Got to keep you thinking. I'm just, yeah, I was hoping we get into an Eric Stoltz versus Jim Carrey debate about the mask, and you guys took that from me. And people whose second toes are longer than their big toes. Were we recording for that, or is that? I don't know, man. I, I don't we? know if anybody better listen next week to find out. We call that a te- we call what that a teaser. <laughs> <laughs> no. Nope. If you the heard about Mulan's tits, you're not coming back for next week's episode. <laughs> hey, did you know? I never realized that they that Eric Stoltz recorded like half the movie of Back to the Future before they recasted him with Michael J. Fox. Can can I make a suggestion for a segment next week? Can can we all do a a poorly explained version of a Disney movie? And then the other people, other people have to guess, and the other people have to guess what it is. I'm on board. Yeah. So instead of hot takes next week, we are going to do a poorly explained version. Okay. I like that. Could, could Pixar be there too? There needs to be a time limit. There needs yeah, to be a time yeah. limit. You've got like your th- 30 seconds. Why don't we hammer this out on the uh, on the group chat? And and then we'll like decide it. what we're doing All next right. week. Yeah, so if anybody wants to join the group chat, Bobo's number is 734. 2424. 2424. 
But no, that's actually a good tease that we can use. So what Bobo will do is when he actually, uh, when he posts that, if he still remembers how, when he posts this episode, to, I missed uh, one week and you guys are take show. He'll throw the question out to everybody uh, to see if anybody has any ideas of movies they would like reviewed, um, and we'll kind of go from there. But thank you everybody for listening. Very nice to have all four of us back, and we will be talking to you next week. Bobo, let's see as if you well still know how to do. As well as all four listeners. <laughs> Thanks, mom. <laughs>